created live on Fireside. Uh, good evening. Welcome to Go Team Sidelines live here on Fireside. It's 6.30. It's Tuesday night, and I'm ready to talk some sports commercials. With me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, Kelly Albrecht. Kelly, are you as stoked and excited about this topic as I am? Yeah, because this just feeds into my love of sports, but not the actual game passion. I love love a sports commercial or an athlete endorsement commercial i love them yeah and they stick with you time and time again and so tonight uh on this edition we're going to be talking about some of our favorite sports commercials uh reminiscing going over a couple of lists that have been posted uh by some media outlets talking about what's the best ones and we want you and the audience to help us so feel free to drop in the uh, chat boxes as we talk if you want to come up on stage request to speak we want to we want to get into the uh the the pageantry the tugging at the uh, heartstrings uh they're the so good at that they really do 30 second commercials trying to t- trying to sell you something <laughs> and also like i think i mean i already have an idea of who which athlete makes the best commercials oh okay and which company makes the best sports commercials, which I mean, probably is pretty obvious, but f- I, you know, you can come at me. I don't care, but I have, I, I'm gonna, by the end, I think share who I think is the best, who makes the best commercials and the company that makes the best commercials. And by making the best, you're saying like, what, what brand, what product? Yes, company, Josh. Yes, not like marketing agency or... I, nobody knows the marketing agencies who make these commercials. I know that you work in marketing and like this is your thing. And so you are like, well, technically it's not Adidas who made the commercial. It's Johnson and Figaro and... <laughs> I was waiting. To, I was waiting to see who was with Johnson. Advertising. Man. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I almost said Johnson and Johnson, but I was like, no, that's another. They probably do. They probably got a division while they're not making vaccines or making commercials for for stuff. They are. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So uh, let's get started here. Actually, we've got a guest from the audience. Uh, Kimberly Scott's looking to join in. Uh, we're going to bring Kimberly up on stage to help us uh, get things kick started here. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Kelly. I was in another room and it said, surprise, you've been invited. And I'm new to Fireside. And I was like, yeah, I'll go there. I saw the topic. I'm a big sports fan. Sports commercials are my jam. If they make me laugh, I I don't know how long I'll be here. So that's why I wanted to just kind of get in here real quick. Uh, I appreciate it. uh, As a mom, I remember like a a commercial that just like I was like, this is genius. Uh, I'm just going to jump right in on the commercial side. This is something that I felt I cried. I was like, whoever did this, like had to have known exactly how to connect to people, which I think is huge with commercials. Yes. And it was uh, 2016. I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. Yeah. It's the Procter and Gamble. Um, Thank you, mom commercial. I just got chills again. Uh, I did too. And it's like, you watch every little thing like, Oh, I don't want to get emotional, but like I, the first part of the commercial um, is a mom, like pulling a, a child away from a tornado that's coming toward them. And I grew up in tornado alley. So I was like, Whoa, like I know what that feels like. Yeah. And it was like, 
you know, a mom that has stopped the car and she puts her hand for her child. And there's all these little moments that as a child and as a mom, I remember as a mom, I remember doing for my kids that are 18 and 17 now. And then as a, a little girl, I remember my mom doing for me. And I just remember like crying and my kids are like, this was like, they were probably tweens. So they were like 13, 14 at the time. They're like, are you okay? And I was like, no, these are good tears. And, um, my son of all people, he's a feeler. He was like, man, I'll never forget it. He's like, man, that one got me in my feels. And I was like, yeah. Right. And he's like, yeah, you do that with the car mom and you do yeah. that with this. So yeah, I just wanted to share that one. It, it's a classic for me. Um, it is. I a hundred percent agree. I posted a link to the 2014 PG and E thank you, mom ad that, that was, um, maybe that's aired, aired that during the Sochi Olympics. It's a lot of like winter sports athletes okay. and they're like falling as kids, you know, and falling on the ice or falling in the snow. And then there's oh, their mom okay. there. You know, I didn't pick see up. that one. Yeah, I need to go yeah. look. The one I saw was the re- one. So was I'm going to yeah, check that I out. Find that I just wanted to just throw that in there as you guys got started. No, that's fantastic. I, 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 I'll send, well, I don't know if I can. I was going to say, I just dropped in my chat there the, that that exact one that Kimberly was talking about. It starts with the tornado. Oh, you did? Uh, you found yeah. it? Yeah. So that link, yeah, it's the links in the chat for those who want to watch it. Uh, check it out. Yeah. to cry if you're a mother because yeah, you're going to. I mean, and it just like encapsulates everything you want as a mother, right? Is that here you've poured all this love and and work and, you know, time into your children. And then you like see the payoff, right? Like you get to see them be, I mean, I love my children. They're never going to be Olympic athletes, but like, that would be amazing if they were. And I can't even imagine, but these commercials like are super. Let's not play. Wait, just let's not write off the Olympic athlete dreams (laughs) of their father. Okay. <laughs> there have been some people that have joined Olympic trials like within like a, a couple of years of things and they've killed it. So, oh, so I, you're saying I self hope, Kimberly? Yeah, That's I, okay. I mean, I'm a very positive, like, was it positive, optimist, realist? But yeah, I am um, optimistic, realist. But yeah, I just wanted to add that, like, looking at what my kids say every there's another commercial. Um, or a video, I think it's a video, but, uh, or a commercial they did over the years. And I'll leave my thought with this because obviously I'm stuck on the mom thing, but it was like how moms saw themselves over the years. And, and a, as a person who was a single mom for a large part of my life, um, I saw myself as like a failure almost every day. I was oh, like, yeah. you know, like I'm not getting the food right. I don't have enough money. I can't give them the things. And then um, the commercial was about how at the end, you know, they like say, you know, describe your mom. And it's like, She's the most amazing, wonderful, compassionate, loving. They had all these words for their moms and the moms are just bawling. And they're like, I didn't know my kids saw me that way. And I had the gift of my kids recreating a commercial like that for my birthday video this year uh, when I turned 40. So that's why I wanted to share that one. I didn't know how long I I would be here or you guys would be around or how many people would speak. But I just thought I I really just want to get that feels one in there. And um, this is a great topic. And thank you guys for having it. Oh, no, that was a perfect um, one commercial to lead with. And one when Josh and I were getting ready for the show tonight, we had not even discussed that one. Like we hadn't even gotten onto the Olympic commercials, you know, topic talk. So, but that, those, those commercials, the thank you mom ones are like, it does go straight to the soul. And especially if you're a mother, 
it's all, it's just all the things. So yes, Kimberly, thank you for sharing that. That was a great one. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, Gable's jumped up on stage with us. Gable, uh, did you have a commercial too that you wanted to, to share real quick? Yeah, I did. Can you guys hear me pretty good? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's not so much as a commercial, but the idea of commercials with sports. Let me, let me um, share a story with you here. I can't exactly remember what year it was, but we all decided to go to this huge sports bar for, um, for the, um, the football game, for the um, Super Bowl. We get mm-hmm. to the sports bar, place is packed, it's going on. We then took some lottery, they then gave us some tickets when we came in. And um, of course, at that time, you know, the commercials were a great big, a great big part of the, of the entire Super Bowl experience. So it's about six of us, we enter, and um, the first commercials are coming on. And I'm looking at the screen, and it's the Bugs Bunny commercial with Michael Jordan. And it's bazillion dollars. Mm-hmm. And this DJ comes on and starts going, okay, everybody, pull out your tickets. We're going to start giving out these prizes. And I call the waitress over. My buddies and I look at each other. We call the waitress over and we go, excuse me, are they going to be um, interrupting all of the commercials? And they go, yeah, we're going to be giving out gifts and everything during the entire time when the commercials come on. We're like, well, we're going to leave. And we left and we went back home. Because <laughs> the, we literally walked out the door because the commercials are a big part of the Super Bowl. We're trying to see what's going to happen and what we're going to talk about at the water cooler the next day. I just wanted to point it out. So they're, they are a really big part of any sporting event. And they made icons out of a lot of the different players and a lot of the different people that um, put in work to make those commercials. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. I mean, so I know a lot of people, I have a lot of friends who, if we have a Super Bowl party, they, one, don't care about football, don't care who wins the game. But when the commercials come on or the halftime show, like that's when everybody shuts up and watches the television, not necessarily during the game. Um, I think those Super Bowl commercials are like a huge unifying kind of event along with the Super Bowl, or even kind of more so, because it is the thing everybody talks about afterwards. It's, it's where the company makes their bones also. These are going to rule the day for the next year or so, next two years, okay? When you made this um, commercial here during the Super Bowl, this is the company you want to be with, you know? So I do think that yeah. they are, the commercials that they create are iconic and the, um, and let's say, the um the heroes that they make out of the people doing the commercials, especially that one. I mean, that was the year where the world was the world knew Michael Jordan made a gazillion dollars. <laughs> you know, yeah. make it a little safe for Michael Jordan's gazillion dollars. Hey, thank yeah. you for inviting me up on the stage. I greatly appreciate it. No, thank you, Gable. That was a great point. Thanks for those comments. That was really um insightful and again something, you know, I think we kind of take for granted when we think about commercials. Um but I was thinking, Josh, of one, particularly this year that we talked about um, before the show, which you just reminded me of kind of was the You Can't Stop Us Nike commercial that came yeah, out this year. Yeah, another like sort of heartstrings, sort of playing on the emotions. Um, do, do you have a link to that one? Because that's, yep, that's I'm putting one, it up now. Yeah, that, that's the one for those of you who might not remember. Uh, Kelly's got the link dropping. But that's the one that's sort of a split screen. And uh, they perfectly edited together footage from two different sports. So it's like a seamless transition between all the different sports. Um, 
and it's just a fantastic piece of filmmaking, let alone a very powerful commercial. So yeah, that's, that's definitely one in, in recent memory that really captured people's attention. Yeah. I, I really, when that one came out, I think you sent it to me. Um, cause we were at work and you were like, you have to watch this commercial. Like the one, the editing is, is so seamless and perfect and it's just such an amazing commercial. And I mean, it, it really is. If you haven't seen the, you can't stop us commercial, it's kind of, you know, I mean, Nike knew what they were doing. It was the pandemic and they were like, you know, we're going to come back from this. Uh, and it, I think it just sort of hits all the right notes as Nike usually does. Yeah, these so, I commercials. mean, yeah, Nike, you know, obviously known for it. Michael Jordan uh, commercials, all the old Nike commercials there. Um, you know, going back to when Spike Lee was doing commercials with Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. You know, That's, and so I was just about to bring up the, um, uh, like, do we dare venture into what's the best Michael Jordan commercial? Um, I mean, we can certainly try. I know which one it is for me. Uh, but before I do Michael Jordan. I did see in the comments there that Jordan posted the Shaq shimmy. Uh, and I, I could not agree more. That Shaq shimmy is absolutely hilarious. I've just dropped it in the chat. Get your, get your shimmy on. Watch watch Icy Hot. <laughs> Shaq doing his Icy Hot routine. I mean, uh, I think Shaq would do a commercial for just about anything. Yeah. He does do a commercial yeah. for just about anything. Uh, um, Charles. Yeah, yeah, or, or Charles Barkley, right? Which that, And I was also thinking about the... Remember the Charles Barkley "I'm Not a Role Model" um, commercial? Oh, definitely. That's a yeah. That's a that's a that was a timeless, popular one too. And it was kind of controversial too, if I remember, wasn't it? When it came out, a little because he was basically saying, like, you know, don't look up to me. I'm not um, a role model for your children, which is contrary to you know everything people think that athletes are, which. I think also started an interesting conversation about, you know, do they have to be role models too, as well as do their job kind of things. Well, and I think it was also kind of a response. Not, I mean, maybe not a response, but we were talking Michael Jordan. My favorite Michael Jordan commercial was the be like Mike commercial. Yes. The, with, the, with the jingle, which I still, you know, still sing to myself all the time. Uh, you know, that sometimes I dream that he oh is God. me. Are you oh, really going to say it right now? No, I'll stop. I know only you can get away with doing that, but that commercial, the be like. That's because I'm a good singer, Josh. (laughs) I'm a the Jack Jams episode. If none of you have listened to our Jack Jams episode, I sing most of the Jack Jams songs. Go back and check it out, and I think I do a pretty decent rendition of most of them. Yeah, Um, I'd say pretty decent's a great way to describe it. Okay. Oh, all right. I posted a link to the I'm Not a Role Model commercial just in case anybody has not seen it. Uh, it's a pretty good one. In general, I don't care for Charles Barkley, uh, but I, it's a pretty good commercial. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it, I mean, you're still you're still talking about it. Although, who, who what was he shilling for? <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, I think just himself. It's Nike. Oh, was it Nike as well? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. I get that. All right, so John, John's joined us on stage. John, uh, did you have a thought on one of the commercials we've talked about, or you got a new one uh, for us to consider? Uh, g'day from the other side of the planet. I've got to tell you, um, I've been pulled over in my car looking at YouTube and watching all the stuff you guys were talking about because I don't get those commercials in Australia. Oh, no. Oh, wow. And I'm like, 
far out that Nike commercial with a split screen. It's amazing, isn't it? Cow, that is just superb. That would have to be one of the best. But then Kimberly was talking about the one with mums. (laughs) Yes. I'm a father of three with a beautiful mother and a beautiful wife. And I'm like sitting here going, oh my God, that is so beautiful. I'm like, thanks, Kimberly. You've just made me cry, you know? (laughs) So I'm like, why don't we get these commercials? Um, um, and I'm just I'm just trying to think of Aussie great commercials that are inspiring in the sports. So, and I don't really can't, I really can't recall any of them, which is a bit sad. I think oh, we, that is sad. Yeah, no, uh, get the, no rugby or like uh, no, you know, football. Yeah, there is. I'd have to. You know what? You've, you've, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back. I'll, I'll say a couple of things. I'm gonna sit back and just get on YouTube and have a look. There's there. I oh, look. There's one. Um, what's her name? Oh my God! She, she sings. This is the best. No, no. What's the song? Oh yeah. Um, you. This oh. is a singing safe place. Tina Turner. Oh, no. Tina Turner. Tina Turner. They used Tina Turner in the eighties and nineties for the rugby league, the NRL, oh. and it went ballistic. Like simply the best. And um, and she would get up there, and all these hot rugby players would be around her and stuff like that. That went well. <laughs> nice. One of the one one commercial years ago. Was was for a game of cricket um, in Australia. Uh, they there was a massive split with the traditional game and and a guy called Kerry Packer and it was called um, Come On Aussie Come On. And I used to go to the cricket with my brothers and my dad. We used to sit there and chant that, and we still to this day can remember it. And when you hear it, it really brings back some fantastic memories of, you know, yeah. So and I'm just trying to think of some rugby songs because. And the Olympics, we had the Olympics in 2000. I know there's some commercials there, but those bloody Nike, oh, you've got to pay. Nike, Nike are, are, are brilliant. They, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm sitting in the car going to YouTube now. Going, Holy <laughs> shit, that's great. Oh, I love that. Yes, wow, that's cool. Why don't we get that stuff? And I know. I can't Nike- believe you don't. I guess I always assumed because Nike is such a huge it's a global thing. I, global um, thing that you, but I guess, you know, all of our athletes, you know, like not necessarily. Well, we don't. But Michael Jordan, like everybody. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Jordan of is. course. But, but Kelly, remember, we don't, if you look at your commercials, it's NFL, what do you call it? NFL, yeah, the NFL. Or M- NBL, ice hockey. They're three sports we don't play in Australia. Right. So oh, who's going to watch them? We're, right. Like, yeah. Nike did. If Nike did a, a commercial with rugby, AFL, I mean, that would be just brilliant. Yeah, um, that would be. like, And it would also make sense for your country to have yeah. that kind of um, tie-in too, I guess. Josh did find the Tina Turner rugby commercial and posted it in the chat. <laughs> it's a very old commercial, but yeah. That's, it that's and I can't stop singing it. Simply the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, babe. Okay. Got it. See, hey, Josh, see if you can find the um, the cricket one, Come On, Aussie, Come On. It's a commercial called, I don't know if it's there or not, but, um, yeah, I grew up with that. And that, that brings back beautiful memories of, of cricket. And even, uh, you know how we have Aussie, 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 oi, 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 we, that Come On, yeah. Aussie, Come On, we, te- we were singing that in the rugby in you know we would sing it in a crowd so it wasn't predominantly for the cricket it sort of morphed into using it as a war chant when we were playing other countries oh yeah nice yeah. Well, that's interesting hmm there i do like go. the idea of like commercials especially like the older you know kind of nostalgic ones one because they're not on tv anymore but they do instantly like take you back to that time of 
you know, when that commercial was a big thing. Like I particularly remember the, which John, you probably have never seen it, the nothing but that McDonald's commercial. Josh, do you remember that one? Larry Bird, Larry Michael, Bird Jordan. And Michael Jordan played yeah. horse for a game of a game of horse for a big back and fries like that. That one is so I think it came out in the mid 90s. I'm not sure. But instantly like is such a time capsule of of when it came out. And, you know, the Larry Bird, Michael Jordan sort of rivalry. Uh, yeah, right. And I think didn't they redo it with with LeBron and or somebody else recently? Yeah, yeah, they might have, but um, you know, we might we talked about uh, Olympic commercials earlier. I I still can't. I still always, and you do too, Kelly. Reference the Lillehammer commercial. Oh, I'm looking for the Lillehammer commercial right (laughs) now because I. You're right. I constantly do. When the Olympics were in Lillehammer, um, what is it? Norway. I'm going to sound real stupid. Uh. They had a McDonald's commercial that was two guys working on a, like a billboard or they were working outside and, uh, the one guy was watching like a little tiny television and the other guy was said, Hey, what are you doing? And, and they said something like, Oh, I'm watching the Olympics in Lillehammer. And he, and the guy who was, was above him reaches into his toolbox and says, No, I just got this big one. And he pulls out a hammer. <laughs> It, I know. I'm not describing it well, but it was. You gotta find it. I okay. I gotta look it up. Look it up. You'll be happy to know that you were right. Lillehammer is in Norway. I know stuff about Norway. <laughs> and that was the 1994 Winter Olympics. That's when that one came. Oh out. my gosh, that was that was a while ago. Um, that is a very good. I, I doubt it's probably not even on. Just search Lillehammer billboard. I'm searching. I'm searching. But any other, um, we should do a whole, like when we gear up for our big Olympics shows next month, we should do a whole like Olympics commercials uh, show. Yeah. Cause it's not too far away. And obviously, I mean, the Olympics are always ripe for emotion. Super Bowl as well, as we were talking earlier uh, with Gable, the you know Super Bowl commercials capture you uh for me one of the most memorable ones that's sports related that did air first at the super bowl were the bud bowl commercials remember that when budweiser would take on bud light and the like it was actual bottles on a little tiny football field playing a game of football do you remember those and uh it was bud light versus budweiser and they would um uh, basically, year after year, so it was like Bud Bowl one, Bud Bowl two, Bud Bowl three, uh, and it was just a, a fantastic thing that, as a kid, I would look forward to constantly. I was like, I can't wait to watch the Bud Bowl. Who's going to win? Uh, and uh, I remember always being upset when Bud Light won. I don't know why, but I was like, you had an allegiance even at a young age to a beer brand, which you clearly, yeah, you know, know like nine year old Josh was like, hey, come on, Budweiser. <laughs> Get your shit together, Budweiser. <laughs> what are you doing? What is what play are you calling? Why are you running the ball up the middle, Budweiser? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> Why are you fictional <laughs> beer team running the ball up funny. the middle? Again. I can't find the McDonald's little hammer. Gable, do you remember that commercial? The Bud, yeah, Bud Bowl? And it's it's just amazing. <laughs> I'm a little kid watching a, a beer commercial. 
<laughs> oh, the things Josh watched at nine. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> that that is. That's a whole other thing. But he he um. I wish I could find this little little hammer. Well, well anyway. I'll look for it. You you get back to the podcasting. But Kimberly joined us back on stage again. Kimberly, did you have a, a, a note to, uh, to add in as well? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. So my button is a little sticky today. So again, I just get the I'm the one that gets the ones with the feels. So I'm a Seahawks fan from Seattle. Um, I've been one since I lived there thousand years ago. And um, about a couple of years ago, we got two brothers, um, the the O'Neill brothers, Griffin brothers, sorry. Um, there's two commercials that I was going to talk about, but it's um, Shaquem and Shaquille. And um, what I love is that one of them is uh, only has uh, one of like, he doesn't have a hand. So one of the brothers is missing a hand on one of his arms. And both were drafted the same time. Both were drafted to the same team and both get to play. This wasn't sort of some like, oh, the brother's going to come as charity. We're going to make it some sort of like public. Right, right. I love the commercial that Gillette put out. It shows them growing up in, in their like neighborhood. It shows them shaving together, learning everything together. Ugh, don't want to get emotional again. Oh. It shows them doing everything together. And then it really, it shows them realizing their dream together. And it's just like, these are the, these commercials gift us Maybe you're not a Seahawks fan, right? And you would have never known the story. These commercials gift us a little bit of a peek into miracles that we would never, ever know about if somebody didn't say that story is worth telling and we're going to put it in a commercial. And so that's, I just, I had to come back up here because that one really stuck out to me. Um, and I just, I love that story and, you know, it being made into a uh, commercial I thought was just beautiful. And again, it was from Procter & Gamble kind of community again. So yeah. 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 What were the brothers' names? I wanted to look it up and see if I could post it. I posted it. it in the links. Oh, uh, good. Great. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one, too. That is a fantastic one, Kimberly. You're right. I remember a lot of people talking about that after it aired as a, a very powerful uh, message for, like, just, just growing up and pursuing your dreams, no matter what obstacles come in your way and all those and type the, of things. Yeah, and the power of siblings doing something together. My kids are a year together and they always talk about that they're so glad um that they have each other like they're like best friends and yeah. they talk about doing something together when they're older like some company or some something it, they used to talk about that and you know this year that was realized my daughter put out an app with her business class and we were going to move so the legalities were you have to either hire everybody from this school and move and figure that all out or you have to go out on your own and my, my daughter had to decide, well, if we're going to move to California from Texas, I'll go out on my own. And she she decided after talking with her brother, who's a year older, I remember over, I just kind of was eavesdropping because I didn't want to be involved in the conversation. I was listening to them. Oh, I'm a mom, so woo. No, you're and in good was, company. He was like, look. From the world. He's like, Sorry. no worries. He's like, Maddie. That's what he called. He's like, Maddie, Mads. Madison, he said all three of her names. He's like, we got this. You can do oh. it. I will help you. You have me. I will do whatever it takes. I will stay up with you. Not only did she pass the class, but her app received $7,500 in funding 
and it, and it was like she awarded all these awards and she did this presentation at the end of the year and she did a video about like they had to put a presentation together video wise and she put her brother in the com- in the commercial as her co-CEO and I just thought oh my gosh, I'm watching this play out again. This other commercial got me and my own kids are living this. So there's just something about these commercials that that brings something very real to us in the way that seems like untouchable, unreachable dreams can become true for anyone and all of us. And that's that's the kind of commercials that that I love and that I really appreciate. So I hope I didn't go too deep there, but- um, No, it was beautiful. But thank you for letting me share. Yeah, no, I love that. And and Josh and I have three boys as well. And we always, you know, we always also agree our boys- if you ask them, except for the oldest one, because he's 15, the other two would say their best friends are their brothers. And that commercial that you shared, Kimberly, really, like, also, I remember it, too, after I sort of previewed it a bit there, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this one. Um, and that, and I think that's just kind of the beautiful thing about sports, too, in general, is that it's, it, it is this, you know, in, in, the end, it's just a game. Everything is, all sports are just a game, right? Like, it's a game. But there's so much emotion and so much drama and so much feeling in, in those games and the people who play them that when you become a fan of that, you just get so pulled in. And these commercials like this are just another way, kind of, of them, you know, also tapping on that emotion that we know we just have for sports. And Gillette has you know, this isn't their first time doing that. They also had a commercial in Great Britain this year featuring a soccer player who had been on the receiving end of several like racist uh, taunts and just sort of targeted really negatively by fans. And they came out with this ad of him, you know, being like, show them up with your talent kind of stuff. And they kind of got some flack for it, but it's a really beautiful commercial of him, you know, kind of like the the commercial with the brothers, sort of his journey and and how he has overcome all these really terrible obstacles in his life, and you know the racism and and that he has faced. And I I, I think that you're really onto something there with these commercials that it just like it just gets you. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I do have to go to a, a mo- like a theater banquet thing. So I'm going to head out. Thank you for this topic. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah. Thanks, Kelly. Listen, you guys are around. Um, I love what you're doing and I uh, look forward to hearing more from you. Thanks. So thanks. Much. Thanks Thank for you. sharing. Uh, so uh, the next one that I wanted to bring up, which is one that uh, is it's kind of iconic and off, actually uh, often uh, mimicked in pop culture is the Coca-Cola mean Joe green commercial. Yeah. That's a classic. Where the kid comes up and asks uh, asks him for his jersey. Yeah. He, well, yeah. he says he throws him a Coke and Mean Joe Green smiles and throws him throws him his jersey. Because I guess Mean Joe Green, um, you know, never did that. Well, I don't know. I'm much too young for that was commercial. Mean. mean Joe Green was in his name, Kelly. I know, he, but he... I'm much too young for this. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm barely more than a child. Right, yeah. I'm so young. Uh, Sprite is also a, a company that, uh, while Coke does stuff, but Sprite has a lot of NBA commercials too. And I still remember one that was what Grant Hill was uh, in the league coming out of Duke. Oh, and Grant Hill? Grant Hill drinks Sprite? That is, I mean, I remember that. Grant Hill drinks Sprite? 
Yeah. So I, I love little catchphrases like that that just that that come out of the commercial as well. You know what? Our fa- um, our one son is a big LeBron James fan, and he loved LeBron James. A few years ago, did a Sprite Christmas claymation commercial that was like super on point. It was for like cranberry Sprite at Christmas time, but it was all claymation, kind of like the old Christmas specials. I love that one too. Yeah, and then the other one from from the youth, Bo knows the Bo Jackson commercials. Oh, Remember those? Bo knows. Bo yep. knows. Bo knows, and he goes through all the different all the different sports and stuff. And uh, that was a that was a pretty. Here's a fun impressive. fact about those commercials: they so affected me that when I was in seventh grade, we had an assignment where we had to write a fan letter to an athlete or to a star or somebody. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to pick Bo Jackson because Bo knows, and he like does all these amazing <laughs> things. And I was the only person in my class who got a response. What? Yes. Bo Jackson sent me back a letter and a Bo Nose sticker. Wait a second. Wait. Okay. All right. This is, this is indefensible. No, it's the truth. Listen, for our fans, those who have joined us on this podcast and those (laughs) of you who have listened to our podcast, Kelly and I have been married since 2003. Which is shocking because I'm so young. You're so young. She knows I'm a huge sports fan. I've told you this story before. You've never spoken about Josh, your I have told about. you that I wrote Bojack. We watched that documentary about him on the 30 for 30, and I told you about it then. You, you, you thought it in your brain. You did not speak it aloud. Okay, whatever. Anyway, Bono's also good commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Very good commercials. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> Our whole marriage is based on a lie. <laughs> a lie that I got a fan letter back from Bo Jackson. <laughs> oh, the emotions I'm feeling now. Oh, I can bet. <laughs> also, oh, quick before we wrap things up here tonight. Um, I feel like Peyton Manning's been in a lot of commercials. And yeah, my mom, uh, yeah. My mom well, really likes Peyton Manning. She thinks he's a classy guy. Um, so I would be remiss if I did not mention all the commercials Peyton Manning has been in like Papa John's, the insurance one. There was another one, I think where he's for like MasterCard or something. He does a a really good job of making you remember the product. That's for sure. That insurance one. (laughs) What's the insurance one he's in with Brad Paisley? I can't remember what insurance company it is. Is Is it nationwide? I think it's, I think it's nationwide. Nationwide. Um, So yes, Peyton Manning, in a ton of commercials as well, I guess. I mean, what else is he doing with his time except crying into his bags of money? I don't uh, know. It's what happens when you're one of the greatest of all time. I guess. I suppose. <laughs> hey, I still, hey, look, he beat the Bears in the Super Bowl, so I don't like him either. It's fine. I know. I know. So, bottom line here, brass tacks. My phone started ringing. Yeah, who? Um, oh, who, which athlete makes the best, the best commercials commercial? or historically has had the best? And, and this which company who, makes the best. So you're saying which athlete makes the best? And this is just per Kelly Albrecht, right? Like you don't have a source on this. This is just. I you. don't have a source. My source you is just, me. It's just an yeah. opinion. Okay. According to Go Team, the I best. Mean, I'm not going to speak for you. It's fine. You usually do. I'm going to guess you're going to say Michael Jordan. I was going to say Michael Jordan. Okay. 
I agree. Oh, Lily says Michael Phelps. Um, I also I can see Michael oh. Phelps. I don't know if he's the best. He does a variety of commercials, though. He does a large variety, which I appreciate. Michael Jordan's pretty much Gatorade or Nike or the McDonald's ones, and that was it. I could go old school and say Dan and Dave. We're oh, that about- is old school. <laughs> My favorite decathletes, Dan and Dave. Um, yeah, that's a good good pick, but yeah, good pick by Lily. But I'm still sticking by Michael Jordan. Yeah, be, be like Michael Mike. Jordan. The Spike, the Spike Lee commercials. Yeah, um, you know, uh, there's some real good classics. The Larry Bird one. That's three real strong classics from real the days strong. of go. The days yeah. of go. So, uh, but like now, I mean, maybe I mean I don't know. Tiger Woods got a famous one. LeBron's Not in right now though. Tiger yeah. Woods doesn't have any commercials right now. Right, but he had a famous one. He did. Um, the j- one where he's juggling the ball? Yeah. With the, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, and I think the company that makes the best sports commercials is obviously Nike, right? Nike, but I think, you know, um, I was going to, like, immediately when we talked about this earlier, I was going to go Nike right away. Um, but as we as we talked there, it seemed like Procter and Gamble had a big sway on yeah, a couple of commercials. That is true because like, oh. they had those really strong Olympic commercials. Which I mean, we posted links to both of the commercials in the chat. So if you have not watched them after when we end this chat, do yourself a favor, have a good cry, watch them, call your mom or call the woman in your life who means something to you because. As we all know, women carry the burden and the weight of this world. And this commercial, especially if you're a mom, just makes you sit back and say, ah, oh, yes, somebody sees me. Somebody recognizes the job I do. And here it is in a commercial form for me to buy Procter & Gamble products. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, I, I still think it's Nike. Probably Nike. But I would, I would say again, I mean, the genius of – Anheuser Busch to lure in the youth of America through that the bug ball. True. <laughs> Way to go, Anheuser Busch! But it obviously didn't work on me because I prefer uh, Miller High Life. But uh, I, I, but still, uh, but they're known for their sports commercials too. But I think you're right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Nike. I'm going to go Mike, Michael Jordan. Okay, good. I'm glad we agree. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that's a, that's about it for tonight. Our Go Team Sidelines is usually just around a ha- about a half an hour long show. It's our short show on Tuesdays. Uh, for those of you first joining us tonight, this is your first time with the Go Team. We come at you uh, live on Fireside on Tuesdays. And on Thursdays, we do our full hour-long uh, Go Team stories, which we do dive into the stories of sports team names and the history behind the teams and sort of the cultural relevance of those teams. Mm-hmm. So those come out on Thursdays and we've got one coming up this Thursday we that, sure I, do. that I'm excited for. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Kelly and I are, are big F1 fans and we got an F1 story coming at you. We sure do. I am. I was torn a little bit cause I was going to do the Monaco Grand Prix because it, that happened this past weekend and that's kind of a very well-known, even if you don't know anything about Formula One, I was like, people know about the Monaco Grand Prix. It was an Iron Man too. Everybody knows it, right? <laughs> um, but the story's not really good <laughs> behind it. It was just like oh. some guys were like, hey, we should do a race here. And they were like, okay. So I was like, oh, that's not good. So I am um, tuning in on Thursday and get the story behind the Ferraris. Uh, yes. Classic yeah. car companies coming at you. How did Ferrari get its name? 
why the the Ferrari F1 team. Yes. So looking forward to that. Uh, You can see previous episodes of sidelines on my or Kelly's profile, as well as our go team stories on our profiles here on live on fireside. Or uh, if you want to listen to any of our uh, previous podcasts, our full season one and part of season two are all available on your select choice of podcast listening platform. Yeah, we're everywhere. You can't escape us. We're like Nike. (laughs) It's wrapping it around. It's what smart writers do to end stories, babe. That's right. Fantastic stuff. Thanks again to everyone who joined in live on stage with us. Yes, thank you. Who who joined in via the the chat bot. So greatly appreciate it. And Kelly, I think there's actually only one thing left to say. Go team. Go team.